You read all the books, listened to the podcast, but you still feel like you're struggling with this new adventure. Then those voices start to pop up and start to tell you how bad you are and how you should just give up. And pretty soon you start to give in to those voices. And that's how the dragons of self-doubt start to take over. Now, let's face it. We've all been there. We've faced self-doubt from questioning parenting decisions to comparing ourselves to others. It's easy to get overwhelmed and be unsure about ourselves. But today, I'm here to remind you that you are powerful, capable, and more than enough. Hey there, I'm Tony Ann, a mom, wife, full-time dentist, and the host of Real Happy Mom. And fun fact about me is I didn't learn how to swim until my late 20s when I joined the Navy. The Real Happy Mom podcast is here for busy working moms that want to improve their time management and productivity so that they can achieve their big goals without pulling their hair out. And in this episode, we're going to explore the dragons of self-doubt that are preventing moms from reaching those big goals. My guest is Catherine, and she will provide some valuable insight and tools to help us to overcome self-doubt. Now it's time to silence those negative voices banish the imposter syndrome, and rise above the self-doubt that holds us back. It's time to slay some dragons. Registration is officially open for the Purpose Driven Mom Summit, and we've got some topics that are going to really help you this summer. This year's summit, we've got a wide variety of topics ranging from what to do when your patience is running thin and you can't wait for your kids to go back to school, to accomplishing your big goals and creating systems and routines to get there. Now, the summit kicks off on June 19th, and there'll be five days packed full of really great information that are going to help you to really take things up a notch in your mom life. So make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash summit 2023 to get registered for this free virtual summit. I can't wait to see you in there. My name is Catherine Winch. I am the founder and CEO of a company called The Mom Complex, and we serve um, Fortune 500 companies. We help them come up with better products and services for mothers. I am also uh, the author of a book called Slay Like a Mother, which is a self-help personal empowerment book. And in that case, I'm serving women all around the world who are filled with self-doubt. And it's um, just a real passion of mine. And I am a wife and a mother to two teenagers. You talk about self-doubt, but you actually refer to self-doubt as dragons. So I just wanted to start off by why dragons? When I was thinking about self-doubt and my own experience with self-doubt, it felt a little bit weepy, like, oh, I was filled with self-doubt and then I learned to love myself. And so I wanted to come up with a metaphor that would be more heroic, you know, and I wanted uh, when I was writing this book, I wanted a book and a title that women would be proud to carry around and that after they slayed their self-doubt and they learned to love themselves, that it would be, yeah, victorious was kind of uh, the word that uh, I was going for, and I think it's um, it's a neat metaphor that I carry throughout the book, which also just makes it a little interesting because sometimes self-help books can be a little dry, you know, when you want to work on yourself. So I think the metaphor kind of keeps it interesting, too. 
Absolutely. Because I know when I saw the book title, Slay Like a Mother, I was like, oh, yeah, like this is definitely my jam. It made me feel like I was somebody big and tough and could take down anything. So I love the dragon metaphor. And I love that you are talking about slaying those dragons. But before we even talk about slaying them, I want to start with the beginning. Like, how are these dragons born? How is self-doubt born? According to my research with women, 75% of the time, your self-doubt is born during or before adolescence. So it's very common that something happens when you're a teenager or younger that just kind of alters your self-esteem. And I usually say that, you know, dragons of self-doubt can be born from trauma with a capital T of abuse and neglect and sexual assault and horrific life-altering events, or it can also be brought on by trauma with the lowercase t. Somebody called you fat, or somebody said you weren't smart enough, or you didn't get accepted in some way, um, and it really stuck to you. And so um, if that goes unaddressed, then it just kind of builds over time, and the dragon becomes bigger and stronger. So in my case, my dragon was born from 15 and I lived with it till I was 35. So 20 years of, um, even though I had a lot of external success, the trappings of success in my life on the outside, I always felt pretty hollow and empty on the inside. And I sourced my self-esteem from the outside world because I didn't have it inside of me. And so that's what just happens when we're not aware of this dragon. It just runs our life. In my case, caused me to be a people-pleasing perfectionist, again, as a way to kind of siphon my self-esteem from the outside world. But I am living proof that dragons can be slain. Just you sharing your example, it just got me thinking, because I know a lot of times people might think, well, like, oh, well, you know, it's not that bad. Like, you know, my dragons are like little dragons, but I still feel like those dragons can definitely grow into bigger ones, would you say? They definitely can grow into bigger ones and they definitely pop up when you're new at something. So if you just got a new job or maybe you're getting married or maybe you're getting divorced or maybe you're becoming a stepmother or maybe you're dealing with breast cancer, like when we're new, you just move towns, whatever. Like when we're new at things, that's when our self-doubt can really be quite ferocious because the people around you are better at things, you know, than you are in these certain aspects of your life. But that's the time when, when you have to give yourself grace. And so always keep track of, you know, what's, what are three things that are new to you in this season of your life? You know, and those are the three areas. Again, all the examples I just shared, there's many, many more. But in those three areas, that's where you need to give yourself grace so that when you make your, you know, when you make mistakes, mistakes, it's expected. Or when, you know, you don't have all the answers or you're slower to pick up on stuff. But um, we often take on new ventures in our life and we expect to be good at them from the beginning, which is just a, recipe for disaster. 
what would you say having those dragons in the day to day? What does that look like if we're not able to actually slay those and get it under control? How does it those dragons show up? Yeah, a lot of times the dragon shows up the way you can tell, you know, in your life is just overcommitted to everything. You're just saying yes to everything. You're saying yes to everything at work, everything in your community, everything in your family. And you're just giving all your time away and saving none of it for yourself. And I believe that when you do that, it means that you believe that other people deserve your time more than you do. And the reason you believe that is because you don't think you're worthy of it. You're not worthy of rest. You're not worthy of relaxation because you always have to be proving yourself. And so that's just a you know, an indication that there's a a dragon, a self-doubt, it can show up. Another way is um, if you wear a mask, you know, metaphorically, but wearing a mask and saying everything is fine when everything is not fine is another sign that you have a dragon of self-doubt. And you can tell you're wearing a mask if you answer questions twice, once in your mind and then once out loud. So let's say, you have two young kids, you just got back from the beach, and it was exhausting and overwhelming. And somebody says, you know, hey, Tori, and how was vacation? And you go, oh, in your mind, you go, it absolutely sucked. (laughs) Young kids in the beach, it's horrific, I'm exhausted. But out loud, you say, oh, it was great, we had a nice time, you know. And, um, and that's an indication that you have a dragon of self doubt, because that in that moment, what you're saying is that you value what somebody else thinks of you more than you value the truth, more than you value your truth. And so those are some ways it kind of shows up. Yes, I totally agree with that. Now, I wanted to talk about the book, Slay Like a Mother. Um, What can we expect when we read this book? Slay Like a Mother is, uh, it'll take you on a journey and help you um, identify and understand when and how your own dragon of self-doubt was born. And then the, the crux of the book is seven ways that you're feeding your dragon and how you can stop doing that. And then the last part of the book is um, is really fantastic. And it's just the ripple effect that happens after you slay your dragon of self-doubt and the other people you can help and love and support. And then how you can teach your children how to be dragon slayers. <laughs> I did see that you have the Slay Like a Mother workbook. Now, would you recommend using the workbook along with the book or something separate? Yeah, definitely. So on slaylikeamother.com, there is um, a PDF that you can download. And that's really just for people that want to have this information and the exercises, you know, in a place outside of the book. So there's lines and places to write in the book. There's some kind of workbook exercises within the book, but some people like to have it written out somewhere that they can have it more handy, you know, like when you're really doing all this hard work and homework on yourself. So it's just kind of a, um, a backup or like a supporting piece. I was going through the workbook and just to get you excited, because I know you're listening like, oh, I want to check it out. Yes, you definitely want to check out this workbook because even um, on just like one of the pages, I, I saw how you were saying setting more realistic expectations. And I was like, well, 
hey, like that's definitely something that (laughs) I know that I could use some help with. And then just having the lines to just like kind of journal it out and write things out. I'm really liking all of the um, prompts and things um, that you're helping with, with just, yeah, getting back to saying yes to yourself and slaying those dragons that you're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And this type of book is the type of book when I was going on my own self-help journey that that I really enjoyed writing in the book. You know, there's some tough questions and and slay like a mother and really taking the time to answer them and and psychologically seeing them in your own handwriting, the answer to the questions of how you feel about yourself or what your expectations are for yourself um, can really be a catalyst for you to make change because it makes it undeniable. And it really helped me. And when I was writing this book, I really wanted to make sure to to physically leave the space to let women really process this work. Uh, You talked about some tough questions because I feel like a lot of times those tough questions are really simple, but we don't like some of the answers that come along with them. (laughs) But I'm just wondering, is there one question in particular that you've noticed that is um, one that you would probably categorize as some of the, one of the tough questions that you've noticed that a lot of moms have a hard time with? Uh, yes, definitely. So uh, one great question to ponder is what is the last terrible thing that you said to yourself? Ooh. Oh, yeah, that one is a tough one. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I invite anybody who's listening to like, literally, like, take a beat and and think about it. And, you know, a lot of women don't even have to go back to yesterday to think of, you know, something terrible that they said to themselves. And if you go to slaylikeamother.com on the homepage, there's a really big video and it's just women reading out loud the last terrible thing that they said to themselves. And it is brutal. And I think it's so crazy how we're, we can say some really, really not nice things to ourselves, but we would never say those things to our kids, maybe to our spouses or, or to, no, no, we wouldn't say it to them. <laughs> we wouldn't say it to our best friends, but we would say it to ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, we would never speak to another human being the way we speak to ourselves. And if you think about it, if you took the the negative voice in your head uh, out of your head, turned it into a person, and that person followed you around all day and every day and said to you what you say to yourself, I mean, you know, you, you wouldn't even make it to lunchtime. I mean, it would be so debilitating if somebody said these things, said these things to you, but yet we say it to ourselves all day, every day and don't think anything of it. You know what, Catherine? I was thinking I would probably drop kick that person. I wouldn't let him follow okay, me or she around. Okay, see, I'm like I crawl back in bed. <laughs> I was like, listen, like we gotta stop this. Yeah. Like we can't do this. Like you got to go. <laughs> You're gonna be a great dragon slayer. Oh yes, yes, I'm ready for it, Catherine. And I and I love that you have the book because I think this is gonna make it um, not necessarily easier, but it's gonna make it so that I can get through the journey a lot quicker than if I did it by myself. Definitely. And you'll also realize that you're not alone. I mean, I share research from women from 17 different countries around the world. And so it's so universal. So a lot of what delays women in their slaying of their self-doubt is they think that they're the only one that feels that way. And they think everybody else is, um, you know, so buttoned up on the outside and the inside and they feel great about themselves. But, um, you know, 
everybody's pretty broken. Yes, and I'm and I'm learning that now, um, just because I know a lot of the people that I really looked up to and thought were just so tough and nothing could ever bother them. I realized that is not so true. Um, yeah, they're probably a little tougher than me, but they still have things that bother them. So I'm so glad that you shared all of this with us. And I cannot wait for everybody to get their hands on the book. And if you don't get the book, definitely get the workbook and um, start working through some of those questions because I know it's going to help really start slaying those dragons. So Catherine, um, thank you so much for coming and sharing all this. But before we go, I wanted to um, make sure I left the floor open for you. If there was anything else that you wanted to share um, whether it be any other encouragement or anything that you felt like, oh yeah, I want to make sure the ladies listening to this get this. Yeah, I um, well, I would encourage anybody listening to go to slaylikeamother.com and sign up for our newsletter. And every two weeks we send out um, words of encouragement, blog posts, podcast interviews. We'll certainly be including this in one. And um, it can just be that, that um, uplift that you need because the one thing that, you know, I hope you can take away from all of this is that you have to solve this problem for yourself. You know, you're the only one that knows um, how you feel about yourself. You're the only one that can fix this. Your partner can't do it for you, your children, your parents, you know, anybody, etc. But the point is that you have to do it, but you can do it and it is doable and people um, are conquering this and doing this. So um, anyway, I hope the newsletter helps. I hope this helps and um, happy slaying. <laughs> yes, yes. Now you mentioned the website um, that we can definitely learn more about you and get on the email list so that we can get the encouragement that you're talking about. But is there anywhere else that we can get in touch with you, stay connected with you online? Um, Instagram, I think is always great. So say like a mother on, um, Instagram and Facebook is a great way to stay in touch. Perfect. Perfect. And I'll make sure to include those links in the show notes again, Catherine, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. Make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 208 to get all of the links that were mentioned in this episode. And make sure you stay tuned for next week for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.